Hey everybody, welcome back to the Quaker Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sean McKeown. I'm here with my co-host, Deputy Editor for the Sports Section, Walker Carnathan. And today, one of our many guests this year, we have star wide receiver, sophomore, who recently broke the receptions record in a game for Penn program history, Jared Richardson. Round of applause, please. Woo! Welcome, Jared. Quick, quick celebration. Um, thanks, for, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I mean, with the way you're playing, I think it'd be, it'd be foul not to invite you on at least <laughs> once or twice. Um, this year, you're having a breakout season. You know, playing four games last year, not a ton of production. Coming in this year, putting up numbers we haven't seen since Jay Watt, Justin Watson. Again, man's in the NFL. What do you credit your, your, your big season to? Um, I would say, you know, last summer, I was here all summer working out uh, mm-hmm. with Coach Riv. And I'd say I was working with Liam O'Brien and um, in San all summer. So I, I, my, my summer break was, was 10 days. So yeah. I, I was done May 6th. Got back down here May 16th, and then the whole summer up until uh, summer camp was literally just working out, work pr- trying to uh, perfect my cr- uh, craft. Um, I, it was it was hard, you know. Um, I'm, I'm I'm like new at the receiver position, so mm-hmm. learning like the technicalities of the receiver position was like it was it, it takes it's hard. It, it takes a long time. So I'd say repping that, you know, all summer really helped develop my game. Okay. E- educate me real quick. What position did you play before? I was a quarterback in high school. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> real talented all around then, huh? Somewhat, okay, man. And did Penn recruit you as, you know, we're not like as a, as you know, we as an athlete, like quote unquote, like we don't know where we're going to put you or did they say once you play receiver? How what was that like recruiting process? It was, like? it was athlete and then they were like, they set their eyes on receiver. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I think I could do this. Let's do it. And I committed. I'd be butthurt if the guy who just mossed me like two times in a game didn't even play his position for <laughs> his entire career. How's that change been? Has like I, I know production and everything. It's been fun for you, obviously, but like, how's like your mentality about football? Um, I would say you know just attack every day. Um, you know the best I can. Do what I can do. Like just do my job. If I do my job, you know, mm-hmm. I can get the job done. So um, you know, it's it's been it's been fun, like you said. You know, just keep staying on that steady progress. You know, stay on that track. And just make the most of it. You also play basketball, right? Yes, sir. Also, probably recruited. Also having great stats and that kind of stuff. How, like, choosing a sport coming here, getting recruited for football, putting all your energy into that kind of stuff. Is it like a, a scary kind of thing to have to choose one or the other? Completely, like everything's changing. You're no longer playing quarterback. You're not playing basketball. You're just going straight for this one goal. You had a lot of success, but like, has that affected you at all? Um, I wouldn't say it would. It did because in high school, you know, my basketball seasons were like cut short because I had football injuries, so I didn't really play that much um, during the basketball season. But you know, when I did play, I was productive. So I had a couple looks for basketball, but it wasn't anything major. It wasn't nothing like Penn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, once I got the offer, I was like, football it is. I'm, I'm doing Shit. it. <laughs> doing it. You yeah. Know? Okay, man. And again, talking about this season real quick. You said you practice all off season. You said earlier you live nearby. Like, is it an easy transition to come in? Were you living on campus? Would you drive down? So I live in Poconos. It's not too far from here, about an hour and 45 minutes. And I actually had a job, hospitality's job. You know, I lived on campus, and I did I did that job, and housing was free. So, I mean, that was so clutch. <laughs> uh, and I just I just did that all summer and, you know, got my little paychecks and mm-hmm. just worked out, and that was, that was really it. Okay, yeah. Again, it's, just, it's crazy to me to imagine going from – quarterback not some playing the season all the way now to star wide receiver putting up not not just putting up like crazy good numbers like i said earlier that like oh justin watson was similar to this you broke records the reception record against yale from right yeah 
17 receptions, most in program history. That That's like, to, to me, I love like watching history. It's one of the most fun things in sports as a fan. I bet it's even better as a player to, oh, yeah, <laughs> to break sure. program records. Good. What was that game like for you? Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, during the game, you know, I couldn't, I didn't really like know I had seven, like that many receptions. I was just playing. The drilling was going. Mm-hmm. After the game, my dad was like, oh, you, had, you tied it. You had 16. And then at the presser, I saw the, like, the stat sheet, and it said I had 17. I was like, all right, this is cool. And then they told me I broke the record. I was like, oh, I was lit. I was so lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I mean, we, we had a insane on before, and he spoke so highly of you the entire time. Because I asked, because the game before the one he came on, you weren't playing. Um, he's like, oh, no, he's real tough. He's a little banged up. That won't stop him from nothing. He's real great. And he, he like, spoke so much about the connection you all have, like, playing. Does it help being a former quarterback, like, in being wide receiver for him? Like, how does y'all connections work on the field? For sure. Um, you know, my quarterback experience, I can see coverages a little bit, you know. So I know how to, like, you know, run routes into that type of area uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, stay away from the defender that's, you know, in that quadrant of the field. So, you know, just my experience, my background, and I, we talk, we talk a lot. So I know what he wants from me, and it's like vice versa. So, you know, that, that definitely helps, you know, our connection and just being able to make plays on the field. And, you know, for you to have, like, such huge success so early this season, I'd love to know kind of when you personally felt or saw, like, this breakout season coming. Because I know, um, like, from my perspective, I remember covering last season's spring game, and you had some insane catch that I wrote about. And I was like, these are the guys that, like, you might not know about but that could play a big role in the team next year. And then here you are, like, first game. I think you had, I don't know how many catches, but you were the leading receiver. And then, you know, breaking records five weeks into the season. Like, when at what point – whether it was during the spring or over the summer or like early this season, we were like, okay, like this is really happening. Like it's time. Yeah, I'd say spring, spring ball for sure. That was when I was like, all right, you know, this could be for real. Um, you know, spring ball, you know, I, I, was, I was fighting, you know, for a spot. I got my spot, you know, changed. I was a Z receiver. So that's the outside field receiver. And I got moved to the X as the boundary receiver. You know, typically the X, you know, gets more targets. Um, so I was like, all right, they're putting me in positions, you know, to, to be a, an athlete, make plays all over the field. So I was like, all right, let's do it, you know. And I took that mindset into the summer and into uh, fall camp. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you know, it's, it's go time. Okay. I think it's funny, like, Walker's just bragging, like, yeah, I called it. You did the hard her, part. <laughs> but setting up this this uh, podcast, it was Walker's idea to bring you on because uh, he has been, you know, he really watches every game. He does pay attention. He loved what y'all were doing. Like, he was, like, impressed. It's fun as fans and as writers to see some guy have a breakout season. Because, like I said earlier, being writers, being fans, it's fun to see history be made yes, and shit like that. So, congratulations again on that. You know what Thank I mean? You. Like, you're, yeah. you're at the very end of the day, you know, Penn is in a big football place, not a ton of fans in the stands. But watching history be made is electric for anybody watching. You don't got to watch. You don't even go to Penn. You can see the clips on ESPN, whatever it is. Yeah. It's hype. So, again, sure. congratulations on, on, on that going forward. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And looking ahead, you got three games left on the season. You got 623 yards. You're technically on pace if you keep up how you're doing for 900, 900 plus yard season. Do you think that's gonna happen? Uh, I'm I'm shooting for a thousand. That's the goal. <laughs> oh, I have yeah. a little note. I have note the note app in mm-hmm. my uh in my phone. I have like what three lists or three bullet points. Mm-hmm. Ivy League um first team all Ivy, a thousand yards, and um what was the last one? Uh. I forget. Oh, run a legit four eight or a four four five okay. forty. So, looking at you on the field, I'm surprised you don't run a four five. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some people yeah. are being left in the dust. That's real interesting that you had that. Did you have that going into the season? I did. I made that around spring ball time. 
Wow. Okay. That's you got goals. Write them down, folks. You heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Manifestation starts early. Again, that's crazy. I know you you know your role going in. You impressed in the spring and all that stuff. But writing down thousand yard season, all that kind of stuff, that that takes some guts. And you're on pace for it. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to be here like you know if you you average one thirty for the rest of the time, one twenty for the rest of the time, you're gonna have it. But you you are on pace for it, which again we love seeing history. Yes, sir. Join a good echelon of the pen people here, and you know put your name out there as a younger guy. Um, hey, if I have another you know 191 yard game, you know that that goal will be that that goal will it'll be real attainable. You might know? might help, you know, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I wanted to ask, um, you know, on the topic of you know individual success, obviously Friday, like you personally had a great game, like 12 catches, 120 yards, I think. But at the end of the day, you know the team fell just short of that fourth quarter comeback love to ask you about that game in general or that game specifically and in general games where you know you feel like you leave it out all on the field and it just you know turns out to be not enough from a team perspective just you know anything you can say about that um so personally I just you know I think of it as like I have to do my job and I have to rely it's 11 11 man you know it's a team game you have to rely on 10 other people to do their job so you know ultimately we didn't we didn't get the job done as a team Uh, I guess I had a good game you know it was decent wasn't good enough so uh just just every if everybody does their job you know we're gonna be a very hard team to beat I think we can run the table you know go eight and two again and and hopefully you know the way it's looking right now if we go eight, eight and two we can win the Ivy League title so mm-hmm. just got to focus on doing our job and executing and we should be fine championships always the goal here oh yeah doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's from a bad season you had a good season last season every player we've talked to on here always says which I'm, I'm glad that championships always the goal doesn't matter how bad the season been up to that point doesn't matter how good it is the goal is always forward, which is nice to hear, you know, the confidence and such. Yes, sir. Um, is there any team ahead that you got circled? Any team you care real real lot about, or is it just all the games the same? I mean, they're all Ivy League games, so we don't like them at all. All three. Cornell. Sorry, lean to the mic a little closer. Say that one more My time. Bad. We don't like them. We don't like Cornell. <laughs> we don't like any of the Ivy League teams. We don't like the seven of them. All of them we hate. But we have uh, – Harvard circled. Well, and we we have Cornell circled because it's our next one. You yeah. know, we have to take priority in that game. But you know, Princeton's our uh, our rival, so that's another one. So yeah. these last three games, it's like we don't like each other. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be intense games. Division games are always fun. Again, it's so intense here. No matter what athlete I've talked to, every time it gets to Ivy League season, it's hate. Oh, it's anger. It's passion. That's does that help you play a little bit? Like having that out in the back of your head? Like it, it does. You know, I I was on Instagram earlier today and. Brown, the kid that won the defensive player of the game, you know, he had two picks. And there was another kid on the team, you know, Cooper, Cooper DeVoe, the corner. Mm-hmm. They posted pictures, you know, of me on the ground, and they're standing over there. Like, all right, bro. Like, all right. That, so next year when we get that chance, all right. You, you don't remember that. Yeah, exactly. Remember that. that just adds fuel to the fire, you know. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say he did get that towing penalty after after the game stealing interception, fourth crowd, whips his helmet off, starts talking a lot of trash. Not exactly the most impressive play. It was a fourth down throw. You had to heave it up kind of thing. But, you know, he felt like the king that day. Yeah, he wasn't. I, I He was talking trash early in the game, too. But then there was a play where I put him on his butt. <laughs> he stayed quiet. He, he stopped talking a little bit. And a, lot, then, a lot of guys quiet down after getting hit. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you a talker during the games or no? I am. I love to talk <laughs> a little bit. I do, for sure. I let people hear it. When I – uh. For context for the episode, I, I see a lot of players around because I, I work work on campus. And I was talking to BC Owens. I told him that, oh, we're having Jerry Richards on. He immediately goes, 
oh, that's great. He's going, he's going to say a lot. <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, what do you mean, man? He's like, I don't know. He's always talking. He's always got something to say to somebody else. <laughs> so, I, again, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm in love with that kind of mindset. I'm from Philly. All Philadelphia fans love a guy who can talk trash and back it up. Oh, yeah. Be real tough and kind of stuff like that. Is that something you pride yourself on? Um, you know, uh, I don't really pride myself on, you know, talking and, and cuz my parents, you know, they don't like it. They want me to be this <laughs> humble, you know, quiet, nice guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once once you're thrown into the fire and you're on the field, I mean, anything, you know, anything can happen. So, I let people hear it and then mm-hmm. I just pack it up. Yeah, exactly. Got to back it up. If and you're you talking, you can't back it up. You've you've backed it up. You've had, you know, again, a crazy season. There's not a lot of corners that can say much about your performances. Again, they can talk their trash for now, but see him next year. See at the end of the season in the Ivy League playoffs, whatever it may be. Uh, not sure if Brown's going to make it, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. There's no Ivy League playoff showing. Yeah, well, 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 not, not, oh, you know what I mean. Come on now. End of the season games yeah, the, for the championship. Yeah, we're yeah, in the playoffs right now. Oh, so sorry. You know I'm what I mean? Saying, you, you can't be confusing the <laughs> listeners. We don't have a playoff. We don't I, have a cha- I, apologize I think there should be a title game. There should be. Mm-hmm. Aiden brought that up as well. Everyone brought that up that we talked to. It's the dumbest thing in the world. The dumbest thing. It's like. Four people can four teams go in a I believe title. What's the point? It's it's stupid. And I guarantee, like, if you talk to any football player across the Ivy, they would all say the same thing because yeah. every they're all competitors, and you guys are all competitors, and you all you know want to want to win. You want to be the champ. You don't want to you know be one of four champs. Yeah, it's, it's like like Penn basketball. Like they they get to go to the tournament. We we don't have anything really. Exactly. We so. we saw Princeton do well in Ivy League last year because yeah. they get that opportunity to compete nationally afterwards. Yep. And look what happened. Yep. Like everyone counted them out, and they made it far, and that's an Ivy League team. I would love personally if Penn could get put on a football field, no matter what happens with other teams to compete, even in conference or out of conference. Um, but yeah, no, I, I support the intensity. Yeah. I think again, I, like like Walker said, I'm gonna echo it. Any single player on that field would tell you that they want to play for the official title, not splitting it four ways, not having their competitors also share a title. No one wants yep. to share in football. Nope. Exactly. Nope. And it's real, like. Going to the end of the season, it always gets intense. It always gets a lot of passion fuel. You're only a sophomore, though. Yes. Is there is there like, you know, because I talked to Hosley game once, who's a freshman, and he ranted for a good 10 minutes about how much he loved the veterans and how he wanted to win because he wanted the veterans to get a good season, to go out well. Is that part of your mindset going into this last stretch is, like, the veteran influence on you and your want to perform for them? For sure. Um, I, You know, Ken, Kendron Smith, he's, a, he's our corner. I go against him every day in practice, and I owe some, you know, some of my successes, I owe some credit to him because going against him every day, when he was a first-team of Ivy League corner last year, mm-hmm. going against him every day has made me better. You know, we got we have guys like Joey Slackman, fifth year. Uh, you know, other other guys, you know, it's, it's you know, Malone Halley, fifth year. So, mm-hmm. like, yes, we want to get them a ring because mm-hmm. uh, you, you haven't had one, what, since 2016? Yeah, it's, been, a, it's been a minute. a long time. So, yeah, too long. Way too long. So, hopefully we can get them one this year. Hopefully. It's funny because uh, – I, I met with the Penn baseball team recently, and they're all watching the World Series, and they all flashed me their uh, championship rings they get with real diamonds on the front, oh, everything tough. like that. That's it is tough. tough. That's so tough. You, you waiting for yours? You yeah, know what I mean? I got to get one. I got to get <laughs> one. Or, wait, sophomore, I got to get three. I want three. Okay, yeah, okay. Selfish, I want three. Every season. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like the confidence. And, again, everyone loves winning. At the end yeah. of the day, you can perform as much as you want, do as much as you want for their career. But if you ask a guy, even if they've played here and had a great career, they always talk about the championship. They always yeah. talk about winning. They always talk about the success they see at the end of the season. So as much as no one says, like, oh, winning isn't everything, to a competitor it is. It's everything to me. Yeah. I, winning is, is the most important thing to me when it comes mm-hmm. to football. Is that something 
again, every competitor has that. But is that something you think of, like, someone in your family made you, like, appreciate winning? Because, like, you know, Little League, everyone's like, oh, you know, just try your best and all that stuff. But it's the athletes that su- succeed that have the, you know, no, I got to win. So uh, I would say, you know, I just have that, like, that, that in me. You know, I, if I do something, I want to be the best at it no matter what it is. If it's crocheting or if it's playing pool, I want to be the best at it. I want to beat if I, whoever I go up against, I want to beat them. Okay. So I, I get that from my dad, my brother. You know, me and my brother, we compete. He's a football player, so, you know, we talk trash. We go at it. But, you know, I owe, the, I owe them credit, too, because I learned a lot of what I'm doing because of them. So. Do you crochet? No, I don't. I just said <laughs> that. I just said <laughs> that. That would be a crazy I revelation. I was just checking. I was like, my, my girlfriend crochets. You know, it's, it's a good hobby. It's a good hobby. No. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I just said that. But, it, but if he did, he would kick I'd your be, ass. Yeah, I would. I would. He would be the best at it. Okay, okay. Um, to digress from a little bit of the intense football talk, just talking about like some more fun things in the season. You've had a you've had a pass before the season. Good twenty six yarder. Are we gonna see any more passes this year from you? <laughs> uh, we actually tried one Friday night. It was an incomplete pass, but it would have been a touchdown to Malachi. Hopefully, so, you know, <laughs> hey, hopefully we get another one in there. I think coach will run it. Coach, you know, coach loves both of y'all. Yeah. So giving you the opportunity to throw, I can't wait to see. Hey. It. I'd be two for two. Hopefully, I get a touchdown too. <laughs> you get that perfect pass, or yeah. perfect pass. What was it, Muhammad? Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wide receiver with eight touchdown passes or something like that's that. Crazy. In the NFL. That's crazy. That's a that's a great shout right there. Dropping random names. Um, yeah. And also for the season, you know, passes, trick plays, and all that's fun. Is there anything you enjoy the most about going out in the field for playing a team? That's not like football, right? Like the, the pregame talks, huddles, like some running joke. Um, I'll, I'm gonna be honest. The locker room. Probably the best part of being on the football. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in that locker room. You know, what stays in the locker room, you know, what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. So I can't expand on that. But let's just, I'll just put it out there. That okay. locker room gets, gets rowdy. It's a, it's, a, it's a fun culture. It's, Is a, that the? it's a, yeah, it's fun. Very fun. You know, yeah. you can't say much, but is there anyone who leads that fun culture? Anybody who sets the tone? Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for I was gonna sure. say we'll have them on next, but you know what? You can just come on again. <laughs> <He's already here. laughs> Whenever you graduate, you know when you're d- done with Penn and all that, just come back on and tell all. You know, yeah, you can't you. get in I trouble no more. <laughs> we'll be we'll be gone too, so we can all come on and have a little I, return I might, episode. I might get canceled up, so I have to, I have to be <laughs> <Yeah>. careful. <laughs> Gotta watch what you say. Okay, okay, heard. Um, again, continuing about the football season. I'm glad you're having a lot of fun out there because as a fan, like, no one wants to hear their team, like, everyone hates each other, you know, yeah. and that happens a lot when people get competitive. Is there someone you, like, who's really helped you? I know you mentioned uh, first side team's corner that you've trained against, but, like, is there a person, individual that's helped you, like, socially with the team, helped you feel like you belong, confidence, all that kind of stuff? Um, um not, not really, you know, I'm a pretty outgoing guy. Um, okay. I gel well with all the other guys. I mean, you know, connecting with the freshmen, uh, well, Sophomores now, but last year when we came in as freshmen, I mean, you know, connecting with them was definitely, you know, on a social level, helped me a lot. You know, mm-hmm. just going through the trials and tribulations together was definitely, definitely fun. You know. Yeah. Okay. I get that because um, this is a an odd comparison, but anytime a freshman comes into any place, whether it be sports or you know, I work at the DP, it, the class you come in with pushes you. Yeah. Like I, sure. I wouldn't be as good as this if Walker wasn't like. A lot better of a writer than me, because then I wouldn't have the pride to try more. Too I just nice, be, Sean. No, it's not, I'm not too nice. You just fucking write better. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we know this, but like people push each other when you come in, iron sharpens iron, kind of yeah. thing. Is there anybody else you feel like you know you've come in with that's just like okay, it's on site. We because he's doing well, I gotta do well, that kind of thing. Liam O'Brien, we push each other. You know, um, 
this this summer we worked out you know together doing mm-hmm. all uh lifts with coach riv i just we just match each other we match each other's intensity you know and just just go for it you know i like that get and after it o'brien gets a lot of snaps in the red zone gets a lot of running plays he has five touchdowns <laughs> and he just does like one he has like one play mm-hmm. in the in the uh in the red zone but in between like what the like seven yard line and mm-hmm. just give him the ball and let him go he's he is a yeah bowling ball <laughs> he's strong he, he got the best job on the team you know? yeah. yeah he's got the jamal williams just put him in the goal line yeah. 22 yeah. touchdowns on the season you don't, got, you don't got to play that many snaps you just come in to mm. score touchdowns and it's not like he's running it's not he's not going out wide it's the c gap yeah. <laughs> you're just going straight A between the c gap yep um, literally that's it that's great he does have the exact same amount of touchdowns as you with does that is that is that competitive <laughs> yeah he, we were talking about that what uh Yesterday when I got back from from home, yeah, mm-hmm. we're talking about that. He was like, "How does it feel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you had fifty seven targets and we have the same amount of touchdowns." I was like, "All right, bro." <laughs> I was like, "All right, bro, you got it." <laughs> that's a wonderful amount of hating right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet if, uh, uh, that's great. I love that. Um, and continuing, you know, Walker, you talked to O'Brien before, right? You, have you had interviews or whatever? Maybe that's like the youth movement. You know, A. Sands Jr. A lot of people get like, you know getting old, whatever it is, you looking forward to work with him? You know, you guys are both young coming in. You expect him to be the next quarterback after A&SA moves forward? Um, I, yeah, I would say his senior year, if he gets – or next year, actually, if he gets the opportunity, you know, they're both great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if one – something happens to one, you know, the other guy can step up. But right now we're utilizing both. So I, I expect that – I expect mm-hmm. that to see – you know, I expect that to happen for the next next year, and then hopefully, you know, it, uh, Liam takes over his senior year. Got you. Okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well because I I bumped into him a couple times, bothered him a couple times. So it's yeah. it's nice it's nice to see a guy who's you know polite enough to deal with a reporter. You know, yeah. do well. I, I I'm I'm backing him. Um, but yeah, that like again, excited for the season going forward. Uh, usually when we do these podcasts, um, I always ask all the interviewees, is there something you want to get out? Like something like family members you want to thank, uh, something you want to point out in the season, trash you want to talk. Is there anything on your mind that you want to share? Um, I would just like to say, you know, thank you to my mom, dad, you know, for supporting me, helping me get here. You know, it wasn't easy. Uh, my brother, my sister as well, you know, they've been the the supporting, you know, supporting cast for all of this. You know, I wouldn't have this success if it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to the coaches, you know, because recruiting for me coming out of high school was, you know, it was it was rough. I had this. I only had one Division One offer, so mm-hmm. like, this is like unexpected. But you know, I'm, I'm living. I'm doing my thing. Working hard. You know, mm-hmm. to be where I'm at. So I owe a lot of people a lot of credit. It takes a village. Mm-hmm. So, and right. just a point. Like, I'm from Brewery Town, which is you know, Center City, Philly, nicer neighborhood, whatever it may be. I I know people on this side of Pennsylvania who push and work for stuff. I know how hard it can be, and it's amazing that you've gone from where you're starting, where you're talking about. To having a season that's top in program history, one D one offer and you breaking records—that's an amazing thing. Like not to not to glaze too much right now, but that <laughs> that really is like I'm just saying like that. It's it's you get your flowers now. You yeah. know people don't get them enough. We're not, I don't want to do it when you fucking graduate. We do it now. And uh, congratulations. I appreciate you. It's man. hard work. It's 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 you know just to start as well. Sure. But congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far. Thank you. Walker, you got anything else? These corners got two more years of Jake Rich. <laughs> two more years, <laughs> especially especially those brown corners, right? Yeah, yeah. they talk yeah. a little too much. Let's put that on a T-shirt. Two yeah. more years, Jay Rich. <laughs> Presidential little photo on the front. <laughs> I'll vote. Oh, okay. Man. 
Um, hey, I'm just saying we appreciate you coming on, man. Of course. Uh, yeah, I know of you're course. busy, uh, super busy with classes and you know yeah, practice yeah. and film and everything. Yeah. But we really appreciate you taking the time, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah, of course, of course. And that's all, folks, for this week's episode of Quaker Nation Podcast. This has been Jared Richardson. Tune in next time for our next interview, our next check-in with a couple of reporters. And thank you for listening.